0: natural md radio your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now i'm dr aviva Ram. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Natural MD Radio. This is Dr. Aviva Ram, and I'm really excited to be here with you for yet another episode that I hope informs and delights and transforms your life and your health, even if in a small way. I would be delighted to be able to help you do that. Today, we have a controversial topic, which is adrenal fatigue. Is it a real thing? But before I jump into that conversation, I want to shout out LW Mama, because she wrote a wonderful review on iTunes. And it's you ladies or you folks writing reviews on iTunes that helps get the show out there, helps elevate the show so more folks hear about it and can help transform their health and their life. And so many amazing things happen when you help that along. People have Babies at home or pregnancies after years of trying to get pregnant or finally get their thyroid diagnosis after years or decades of wondering why they were so tired or make other transformational changes in their life that really make a difference. So you're elevating the podcast with comments over on iTunes and Good star ratings really helps that make that happen. And LW Mama, if you're listening to this, we've got a special gift for you. So write to me at support at avivaram.com. Let us know it's you because iTunes doesn't tell us who you are. We just see these wonderful little tag names that people have. And LW Mama for the rest of you said, I'm so grateful to be able to tune into this podcast. Aviva Ram is a true gem and has been one of my most treasured sources of wisdom from my first pregnancy 11 years ago to now during my third. Since then, I've continued to learn so much to help keep myself and family well through the wonderful books and now podcast. Thank you, Dr. Rom, for the most important work you do. And thank you, LW Mama, for writing and for all of those of you who tune in and also who let me hear from you because your inspiration keeps me inspired. So adrenal fatigue, is it a real thing? Well, have you ever been to the doctor to ask about health symptoms you're experiencing like fatigue, anxiety, weight gain, maybe some sugar cravings or salt or carbs or fatty foods. Maybe you're experiencing hair loss or hormonal imbalances or thyroid symptoms only to be told by your healthcare provider that you're fine and that nothing's wrong. Or maybe you've been educating yourself and you went to the doctor and said, you know, I think I might have adrenal fatigue. Can you check me out? Only to get an eye roll from your doctor or worse, you might have been asked if you got your MD from Google University. Now, I know that sounds terrible, but I've actually had patients have things like that said to them by their physicians. So why is the medical establishment dismissing a whole host of symptoms that are not only very real, as you know, if you're experiencing them, but can actually be harbingers of down the road medical problems, including obesity, high blood pressure, chronic fatigue, diabetes, insulin resistance, high cholesterol, or autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's? Now, you're probably not going to expect me to tell you this, but here it is. There's no such thing as adrenal fatigue. Okay, don't go away. But that's the truth. I'm going to explain to you why we have something that we call adrenal fatigue and what actually is happening in your body and your brain that's causing your symptoms. So there are two reasons that adrenal fatigue gets dismissed by doctors. First, and why I say there's no such thing as adrenal fatigue, is that it's not a recognized medical condition. There's no diagnosis that your doctor can give you or do medical billing or create a prescription for based around adrenal fatigue. It's not recognized as a medical entity. It's actually a made-up alternative medicine term, And second, and here's the really big important thing, the adrenal glands actually don't get fatigued. So unless you have a medical condition like Addison's disease, which is a diagnosable medical condition where the adrenals stop producing cortisol, or one of the other true adrenal diseases where there's actually something going wrong in the adrenals, then you can't actually be diagnosed as having a medical condition of your adrenals. Now, in conventional medicine, you're either healthy or you're sick. There's no gray area. If you don't meet the medical criteria for a disease diagnosis, you're basically told that you're fine, go home and deal with it, or you may even be prescribed an antidepressant medication or anti-anxiety medication. The symptoms that you're experiencing that you might have read about on the internet as adrenal fatigue, or that an alternative practitioner may have diagnosed you as having adrenal fatigue, fall in that medical gray zone. So there's nothing actually going wrong in the adrenals, and I'm going to explain in just a minute what actually happens. But before that, I want to dive a little deeper into one more aspect of why adrenal fatigue, so to speak, gets dismissed or why women get dismissed. And it goes into a much deeper problem of a well-documented medical bias against women. Many of the symptoms that accompany what's commonly called adrenal fatigue are the very same symptoms, weight gain, exhaustion, not feeling like yourself, some achy joints, maybe some cognitive slowing, some brain fog, these are the medical symptoms that typically get brushed off as in our heads, just stress, or as anxiety and depression, which is why so many medical conditions that are more common in women that have those symptoms, things like chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. Hashimoto's, and a number of other autoimmune conditions get dismissed as not really happening. But what I really want to emphasize is that just because it's been dismissed by a doctor or just because there's no medical diagnosis for it, it doesn't mean that something very real isn't happening to you. Undoubtedly, it is. And we've seen this phenomenon before, where new medical conditions arise and medicine lags behind, or doctors are taught if we can't measure it, then we shouldn't believe it or it's not happening. Now, 25 years ago or so, even a little bit longer, actually about 30-something years ago now, a new set of symptoms cropped up, largely, though not exclusively, in women, This set of symptoms was described as chronic fatigue because that was the biggest symptom that women were experiencing. And it was mostly women, although some men, who experienced it. And it became called commonly chronic fatigue syndrome. As women with adrenal fatigue, if you want to call it that for now, until I give you the real name for it. Um, are commonly dismissed. Women were similarly dismissed by the medical community in mass who actually thought that these women were hypochondriacs or had mental health problems. These women were described as having borderline personality disorder and all other kinds of mental health concerns. Doctors literally would roll their eyes or say, oh, it's that kind of a patient coming in to describe these women who had these vague symptoms or as doctors call them, complaints. Since there were no lab findings to prove that they had these symptoms or anything to prove that there was anything real going on, you couldn't see it on an MRI, you couldn't see it on an X-ray, you couldn't see it on an ultrasound, you couldn't see it on an EKG, an EEG, or any blood work. It was basically thought that these women were just making it up. They were trying to get benefits by you know, saying they couldn't do their work, they couldn't function, or that they were hypochondriacs, they were overreactive to their symptoms, but they were really just fine, or they were depressed, or they were anxious, or they were bored housewives. Because in medicine, like I said, we're taught if you can't measure it, it isn't happening. The same exact thing happened in around that same time frame with something called chronic fatigue syndrome, which again was dismissed as in women's heads or anxiety or some other form of what is now sometimes called bodily distress syndrome. There was no medical explanation for it, and it was really considered to not be a real condition. We now know some 30 years later that it's a very real medical condition. We understand that there is a pathophysiology. Like with chronic fatigue, there are medical physiological things happening in these people's body that give them a different experience of energy and their muscular functioning, their ability to exercise, or their very real experience of pain than people who aren't wired that way experience. Chronic fatigue syndrome is now properly called myalgic encephalomyelitis. And we know it's due to a complex array of inflammatory responses. Fibromyalgia, we now know, is due to actual different receptors and sensitivities in how people are wired in their pain, um, pain monitoring. Now, the problem is, is that even though these are both formally recognized medical diagnoses, these old impressions of these conditions still exist. About 30% of doctors still don't even know that these are formal, diagnosable, codable medical diagnoses. And only 70% of medical schools even mention these in their curricula, let alone do any detailed teaching about it. And so women who were going into their doctors' offices, even as recently as 10 years ago, and to as many as 30% of doctors' offices now, still get the eye roll, the brush off, the depression or anxiety diagnosis, or are basically told they're fine when they're not. And this is a real problem. And for a lot of these women, it was even before the Dr. Google existed, so nobody could be told to stay off the internet. But a lot of women come to me and have been told really condescendingly by their medical provider that they should just stop going on the internet, that Google's not a university, et cetera, et cetera. But why are women searching on Google? Well, we're not getting the answers we need from our medical providers because they're just not educated and they're still operating under these old biases. So what is really going on? The symptoms that bring women to the doctor's office or to the internet or to any number of healthcare providers wondering whether she has what is commonly called adrenal fatigue, or the symptoms that land her that diagnosis include things like fatigue, sleep problems, particularly being tired and wired, like you just lay there studying your ceiling or no matter how long you keep your eyes closed, you still feel like you've got electric current running through you and you can't fall asleep. It could be waking up during the night and being having difficulty going back to sleep it could be waking up too early in the morning like 4 or 5 in the morning when you don't maybe need to get up till 6 7 or 8 and being unable to go back to sleep or it could be getting seven, eight, nine hours of sleep, but no matter how much you sleep, you're still tired when you wake up in the morning and you're groggy and you want to pull the covers back over your head. It could be that you're having tiredness at three to four in the afternoon, most afternoons. You're having an energy crash. You could be more irritable, having anxiety or feeling blue. You could be experiencing sugar or carb, fat or salt or caffeine cravings. You might be experiencing weight gain, especially around your middle. You might find that you're getting sick more often than you used to, or you may notice that you hardly ever get sick until the first or second day of your vacation, and then you crash and you come down with something or other. And sometimes that something or other Gets worse, so maybe you get a cold on the first day of your vacation. That typically turns into bronchitis. That gives you a uh, a visit to the doctor's office. That winds you up with an antibiotic prescription. You might be experiencing hormonal problems, irregular periods, heavy periods. Your periods may be skipping or not coming. You may have experienced fertility challenges, miscarriages. Uh, you may have endometriosis, PCOS, or menopausal symptoms. Any of these are associated with trouble in this system that I'm talking about that can give you this diagnosis of adrenal fatigue, brain fog, forgetfulness, trouble corralling your willpower so that no matter how much you try to diet or start an exercise program, you find it hard because the fatigue or the cravings overwhelm you and you don't get off the sofa to exercise or you find yourself going for those cookies no matter how much you want to stick with your plan. You may be experiencing digestive problems, gas, bloating, even IBS, constipation, loose stools. Or you may have symptoms of or a diagnosis of an autoimmune condition like Hashimoto's or another one. In general, adrenal fatigue symptoms, and I'm saying that with air quotes when I say adrenal fatigue, include a range of feeling tired, overwhelmed, and stressed, all the way to feeling really fried, burnt out, or into deep exhaustion. And if this sounds familiar to you, you're not alone. There are millions of women going to the doctor's office every day with symptoms that they can't explain, And their doctors can't explain. I'm seeing women in my own practice in their 30s and 40s with prediabetes, insulin resistance, high blood pressure, sleep problems, hormonal problems, fertility problems, PCOS, chronic aches and pains, and autoimmune diseases, all of which are on the rise. And these women have all universally been told by a previous doctor that they're fine, that their labs are okay, that they might want to consider an antidepressant or a medication for anxiety, or to go ahead and do something to reduce their stress. And none of this is okay. It's not okay that women are living with these symptoms, that they're being told everything's fine when they know that it's not. To the extent that I've had women come into my practice who have started to wonder if they are crazy, if this is all in their head, if there's something wrong with them, mentally or emotionally, because Five doctors have told them they're fine, and they're still having these symptoms. It's not okay that women are uncomfortable and suffering, which is bad enough, but unchecked, these symptoms can lead to conditions that put our lives at stake. I'm here to tell you something very loud and clear. Your symptoms are not just in your head. You're not crazy, and something very real and new that doctors don't recognize yet is going on, which brings us back to this thing called adrenal fatigue. What we have erroneously called adrenal fatigue, not just because it's not a medical diagnosis, but because as I said, the adrenals aren't getting fatigued, is a phenomenon that's properly called allostatic load, A-L-L-O-S-T-A-T-I-C, allostatic load. Allostasis is sort of a scientific next leveling recognized in the world of psychoneuroimmunology of homeostasis. Homeostasis means that your body operates at a set point that's relatively fixed within certain parameters. And that that set point is critical to stay not only healthy, but alive. So for example, your pH has to stay within a certain range. If it gets too acidic or too alkaline, your cells would die. Your temperature has to stay within a certain range. If your temperature gets too low, you can die of hypothermia. If it gets too high, you can die of hyperthermia. So there are these set points that we call homeostasis. Allostasis recognizes that outside of those set points, human beings need to be incredibly adaptable and changeable in order to survive a wide variety of environments that we have evolved in and through. Allostasis means that humans have an incredible ability to adapt and to stay well. However, when the environment we live in, which we do already live in, starts to exceed our capacity to keep up, which is happening with the major chronic stress most of us are under, the load of environmental toxins that are taxing our own natural ability to keep up with them and detoxify them, the electronic overstimulation that keeps us from getting enough sleep at night the impact of our modern diets and also childhood and adult exposure to antibiotics and other pharmaceuticals and herbicides and pesticides on our microbiome, which helps us to stay adaptable, and our diets causing chronic inflammation, a number of different changes start to happen. Allostatic load is the wear and tear on your body that happens when you're chronically exposed to an activated stress response. And it's not just chronic mental and emotional stress that activates the stress response. It's all of these other triggers and many, many more that get that stress response triggered. Now, our stress response system, which does include the adrenal glands, initially gets kicked into high gear and sometimes into overdrive, any and all of these exposures. And most of us are getting all of these exposures at once so commonly and so frequently that we're not even aware of them. What starts to happen is our adrenals start to pump out a hormone called cortisol and a chemical neurotransmitter called adrenaline. And we end up in chronic fight or flight. We get more agitated, we might have anxiety, and insomnia, which are all hallmarks that we sort of stuck in this fight or flight or adrenal stress response. Now, for some people, they may not get anxiety, agitation, and insomnia, but it shows up in other ways. Now, anxiety can show up in a lot of surprising ways. Perfectionism, for example, is a form of chronic anxiety Uh, becoming overly critical of yourself or even of others, or constantly having to be on the go and do things and do more and take on more challenges, those can actually be a function of chronic anxiety. And I take a deep dive in that in my course, Fear to Freedom, which is a companion course to my book, The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution. But for some people, it shows up in completely other ways or in additional ways. Chronic cortisol exposure, for example, causes us to pack weight around our waists. It can make our brains feel foggy. It makes us crave sugar and salt or fatty foods. And it can have us cause us to have a lot of negative, stressed out thoughts. It jacks up our blood sugar and it messes with our insulin. And it can wreak havoc on our hormones, tank our sex drive, and... In three different ways, cortisol suppresses our thyroid function. Now, that weight that we pack on around our middle, that has a special name, and it's called visceral abdominal fat, and it's inflammatory. It's a communication signaling center to your brain that tells you to enjoy sugar and carbs more. It tricks your body into thinking you need to eat more and more. Why? Because eating those things and eating more food temporarily quiets down that stress reaction, but then it just pops its head back up again. And while you're packing weight around the middle, it's causing more inflammation that also in a vicious cycle continues to activate that stress response. Your immune system gets in on the game too here, and it gets activated to fight an infection because when that stress response gets triggered, your body has no idea what the emergency is. And so one of the things it does is it causes your body to get ready to fight an infection. And all these things that are meant to protect us start to backfire. It affects our reproductive hormones because it's diverting hormones away from making estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. Instead, what we're doing is we're protecting our bodies instead of being in active reproductive function. Instead of active cognitive thinking, it's putting us into a reactive mental mode of being aware of danger all the time. Now, when at first this happens, our body is able to sort of start to keep up with it. But over time, adrenaline starts to cause our blood vessels to constrict. We start to feel chronically anxious. We get digestive problems. We start to have higher levels of our bone turning over. We start to get more at risk for osteoporosis, osteopenia. All these changes can happen. And what does your body do? Well, your brain starts to say, okay, well, we can't keep letting this cortisol and adrenaline be a runaway train, because this is now starting to have a really negative impact on my person here. So your brain tells your adrenals enough is enough, and it tells your adrenals to dial back on the cortisol and adrenaline production. And that's why people mistakenly call it adrenal fatigue. The thought was that well the adrenals aren't producing as much cortisol and they're not producing as much adrenaline. It's because they're tired out. They're tired of producing it. But that is not what's happening at all. It's your brain protecting you from allostatic load wear and tear. It's protecting you from chronic exposure to cortisol and adrenaline. Now, what happens when your body starts to dial down cortisol and adrenaline is that now you're not fighting inflammation quite as well. You may be feeling more aches and pains. Sleep may still be hard to come by, but now with low cortisol, you may find that you're even more tired in the morning. And no matter how many hours you sleep, you feel like you just can't wake up or your afternoon crashes are getting more pronounced, or you're feeling tired all day long. You may find that your digestive systems are getting worse, your stress is worse, and you're less able to cope with it. You might find yourself thinking, wow, I'm really at the end of my rope. Or you might start to have thoughts that I'm really burnt out or I'm feeling really crispy. Again, it's not that your adrenals are exhausted, it's that you're exhausted. Or these systems like your digestive system or your detoxification system, they're exhausted from keeping up with what they're constantly being exposed to in the environment. So in a way, your body is acting beautifully initially with the increase of cortisol and adrenaline to try to protect you, and then later on dialing it back from protecting you from those systems that have kind of gotten stuck in the on position. Because your body knows that if you stay in that state long enough, you can develop conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, it can start to become impossible to take that weight off your middle no matter how much you diet or exercise. And again, you might find yourself developing more chronic conditions like Hashimoto's. As a doctor, I'm seeing women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s already on several medications for symptoms and conditions that are a result of allostatic load. And I don't want that to happen to you. Furthermore, most of these are reversible if you catch them, especially on time. I can't even begin to tell you what a joy it would be for me to work myself right out of a job as a medical doctor because every woman in this country, in the world, knows how to take care of her own health. So, where do you go from here? Maybe you've been listening and you're thinking, wow. I really do have those symptoms and I think I am an allostatic load. Well, the reality is most of us can benefit from a conscious daily commitment to supporting our health by bringing a little bit more self-care into our lives. Even five or 10 minutes of meditation a day, some self-care practices like taking 15 minutes a day or even five minutes to write in a journal, write down a few things that you're grateful for, or doing things like taking 10 minutes and having a cup of tea and reading a novel, or taking a bath a few nights a week with some relaxing essential oils, or if you don't have a bathtub, a nice hot shower with some essential oils used as aromatherapy in your shower. All of these simple gestures, and you can pick one or two of them just to bring into your daily life, can start to dial back this overdrive, if you're in overdrive, and can start to heal and allow your adrenals to repair if they've gone into where they're in that shutdown mode, because the brain is telling them not to produce as many of those stress-related hormones. Changing our diet, healing our gut, getting out of chronic exposure to the extent that you can of the onslaught of environmental chemicals that we're all exposed to can then start to take this level of healing even further. Now, you also want to make sure that you're not dealing with a look alike condition. For example, Hashimoto's and many other autoimmune conditions can also cause you to feel fatigued have aches and pains, make it difficult to lose weight, cause you a lot of inflammation. And iron deficiency anemia is another condition which can cause a lot of these problems. It can make you feel depressed, low energy, cause your heart to race and cause hair loss. So it's all too easy to lump things into allostatic load or adrenal issues. And it's important to get checked for those other things. Below this episode... I have some links to other articles so that you can look at some of the symptoms, for example, of iron deficiency anemia and some of the symptoms of thyroid conditions. So if you think something like that might be going on or you're just not sure, it's important to go to your primary care provider and go ahead and get some blood work that can help you sort out whether this is more of a functional adrenal stress response system issue, allostatic load, or whether there's something else going on. And often it can be multiple things things at once. So it's very common if you do have a thyroid problem or an autoimmune condition that there is an adrenal stress response allostatic load component to it. If you're pretty sure that what I described already in this episode sounds like what's going on for you, then the Adrenal Thyroid Revolution, my book, is probably your next best step. In it, I outline my entire protocol for healing from what you now know is really called allostatic load or what in my book I call SOS as you'll learn. In the book, I guide you through a complete natural approach that I've clinically proven in my practice and have walked now tens of thousands of women through, through the book and through online courses associated with the book to help transform you from allostatic load back into feeling like your healthiest, fittest, happiest self. So there is a link below this episode on how to get your copy of the book. And I hope you will, because I've seen so much transformation for women. Now, I want to tell you, quickly about a couple of bonuses. I want to do it really quickly because I don't want to sound like an infomercial. Like I said, I'd be more than happy to work myself out of a job and take up a career doing beautiful wall hanging weavings. And you can all come and get my wall hanging weavings when I when you've worked me out of a job because you're taking care of your health and you're all feeling amazing and great. But in the meanwhile, I want to make sure to always provide the resources that you need that you can use to take back your health. So you can get a copy of the Adrenal Thyroid Revolution Evolution on Amazon. You can also get it through going to my website at avivaram.com forward slash book. B O O K, just like it sounds. If you get the book through that page, you'll see that there are some links to some free gifts there as well. once you buy the book, you'll be able to get free access to a course called Fear to Freedom, which I mentioned. It's actually called Fear to Freedom, Perfectionism to Peace. And in that online course, I guide you through the process of not only resetting your stress response, but also helping yourself get out of some of the patterns that can be caused by being stuck in what I call SOS, or it can happen as a result of your adrenals being chronically triggered, your stress response being chronically triggered, including burnout, anxiety, and perfectionism. Another gift that you get is exclusive access to a root causes webinar. It's a two plus hour webinar with me. And you get the Replenish Cookbook, which is 48 recipes that are additional to the ones that were able to be fit into the book. I love to cook. So all the recipes in my book and all the recipes in the Replenish Cookbook are from my kitchen with a couple of special gifts thrown in um, of recipes from colleagues of mine, some of them who uh, whose names you'll certainly recognize when you get a copy of that. If you've already purchased the book, thank you. That's awesome. And if you've bought it through Amazon or any other bookseller, then write to us at support at avivaram.com. We'll have you do something like take a selfie with the book and send it to us, and then we will still give you access. And if you've just bought the book through Amazon or another bookseller, you can also send us a screenshot or a, you know, grab a picture and send us a picture of your receipt. So there are multiple ways for us to give you these free materials, us being me and my teeny tiny team of my husband and my support person so that we can help you Really feel your best and enjoy your life the way I really believe we were all meant to. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Natural MD Radio. I hope you'll grab a copy of the Adrenal Thyroid Revolution. There are also lots of other podcasts um, on adrenal health, including one that's really popular on adaptogens for burnout. And if you're a mom and you haven't already listened to it, or if you're planning to conceive or just want to take care of your own health... Um, My recent episode with Dr. Philip Landrigan is a great one to also listen to in terms of the importance of understanding the impact of environmental exposures on our life. So I know that you might be listening because you're already feeling overwhelmed and I don't want to overwhelm you if all you do today is listen to the episode, maybe look at a few other articles over on my website or grab a copy of your book, of my book, which is now going to be your book. You're already on your way to a great start. And I will see you next week for the next episode of Natural MD Radio.